Justin Latham with Your Love from his recently released stripped-down solo acoustic EP 6. Now, Leamington's barefoot musician, Justin Plays Barefoot Every Time He Plays, has been making music for over 13 years now, and 6 is the follow-up to his poppy 2015 album, appropriately entitled Barefoot. Justin is currently on his fall home county tour, and we're pleased to welcome him into the Folk Roots Radio Studio today. How are you doing, Justin? Great. Thanks for having me, Jen. Great to, to have you join us. I have to be honest, you know, we've known each other for a couple of years or so now. So yeah, I'm pleased yeah. that we're actually <laughs> finally sitting down for a chat. Yeah. You've been making music for 13 years now. How many albums is that? I believe I've done four, four or five full albums uh, and a couple EPs along the way. Um, yeah, just making music. I always like to start the interviews by stepping back into the past because it's always, you know, one of the things I like to know is to, how people got started. Uh, do you come from a musical family? Well, yeah, my dad, um, he always kind of picked at the guitar a little bit 
And then when I was about 10, my brother wanted a guitar for Christmas, uh, and I really had no interest. But, uh, you know, when uh, when you're young, often parents will get both uh, siblings the same thing, so they can't argue. <laughs> so I ended up with an electric guitar and started taking lessons at uh, Dale's Music Room here in Leamington. And uh, I just fell in love with it and uh, gave me a good start. Uh, did you start writing songs quite early on? I mean, was that something that felt fairly natural for you? Yeah, I would say I started writing, you know, kind of just little ideas and uh, at first. And then when I was about, I would say in grade eight, I started to really, really start to kind of put songs together. And then in high school, it really kind of just exploded. Now you make music. I mean, we see you play at the the coffee house. You play a lot of house shows, mm -hmm. um, you know, gigs and bars, coffee houses, the, the usual situation. Uh, some of those are solo, but you also play with a band occasionally as well, don't you? Yeah, I do have uh, several incarnations, so um, most often by myself solo. I I do quite frequently have my dad play along with me as a duo. He plays cajon and uh, also guitar, so that's really cool to be able to, you know, share the music with with a guy who kind of got me started. Um, I also do like a full band setup uh, with like drums and and bass and maybe get some mandolin or electric guitar in there too. And it's always kind of a little bit different, so it's uh, I'm open to. So whatever whatever the song needs, we kind of go with it. But you're pretty comfortable solo. I know we've watched you play, you know, often it's just a guitar, maybe a foot tambourine or something like that. You're pretty comfortable in, in that incarnation as well? I would say, yeah, that's probably the most natural because um, when I'm at home practicing or writing, I mean, that's, that's the way it is. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's the kind of the most natural way. So tell us about the barefoot thing. When did that start? I mean, was that something that you decided early on that you felt better when you were playing music and no shoes at the same time? Yeah, I think so. I've I've been performing my music out for about 13 years. And I would say right around the beginning, I, I, I just kicked off my shoes and <laughs> went with the barefoot thing. Um, yeah, it just, it feels better. Within that 13 years, I'll be honest, there's been a couple shows where I have worn shoes and it, but it just doesn't feel right. And, and this summer, I think you played Kingsville Folk Music Festival. I did. Yeah. I got to play the Kingsville Folk Fest, and that was so cool. What what a weekend! Yeah, and I noticed you played quite a few different um, shows. You know, one of the neat things about a festival is the fact that you can be in this workshop and this workshop. I think you also had a tweener on the main stage as well. Yeah, I did a couple a couple tweeners on the main stage, and then yeah, lots of workshops. And it was so neat to uh, be uh, share the stage with all of these other excellent musicians from all over the place and you know just hear their stories and and be exposed to the different styles and what was equally a great experience was just hanging out with them like eating in between you know the workshops back at the musician uh food area and just hanging out and it, it was oh what a weekend it's interesting you say that because i know a lot of musicians tell me that that is the best way to build connections and in some ways, it actually helps you more to do that than even go to a conference. You know, conferences are great. You're going to get a lot of, you know, venue people, festivals, you know, watching you perform a showcase and that sort of thing. But actually making those connections with the performers themselves can often open a lot more doors for you. I think so. Yeah. And I mean, because you're just sitting down having a meal. I mean, it, the, the conversation comes pretty naturally. I think it, you don't feel pressure at all. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm talking to... Quite a few of the people I met, I'm still in contact with from the Folk Fest. So, so yeah, it was definitely, definitely awesome. So tell us about the new EP. It's entitled Six, Six Songs. 
Uh, interesting range of material. You've got some personal stuff on there, also some historical stuff. What were you aiming for when you decided to put the EP together? So I guess at the heart of it, I was really just trying to get back to my roots, my solo acoustic uh, sound. I mean, that's often the way people hear me the most because I play most of my shows solo. That's the way I started out. My first few recordings were just me and a guitar. And, uh, you know, along the way, I kind of uh, did some of the band stuff for, for CDs, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but I thought, you know, it's time to get back to those roots. So I kind of just centered the project around my guitar and my voice and some foot stomping and maybe some foot tambourine. And, uh, yeah, that's how, it, that's how it started. And I think you recorded this locally, didn't you? I did, just down the road in Kingsville uh, with Brett Humber at Sound Foundry Studios. Um, I did my last recording barefoot with him and uh, just hit it off. And uh, we have a great uh, kind of working, creative relationship. And I just, I knew I had to go back with him because he could, he could get that sound I was looking for. Yeah, and he had a real, well, a real connection with you. Yeah, 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 we really hit it off. And uh, yeah, he's just great. So. so tell us about that first song we played, uh, Your Love. So that song, so when I was getting ready, I do a lot of pre-production when I'm, when I'm getting set to do a project. So I had the six songs selected and four days before I was set to go into the studio to record, I kind of had this melody stuck in my head for a few days and all of a sudden uh, I wrote a song four days before and I, I loved it so much that I was like, well, and it, <laughs> I, I forget which song I uh, tossed off the, um, the EP, what didn't make the cut, but this one, it squeaked its way in. I think it was a lot of fun to record it. There was a freshness to it. And um, it's kind of got a, I would say like an early Beatles feel meets kind of like a bluesy sound. Um, yeah. We're going to pick another track to play from the album. We're going to play the D.L. Filer song. It's D.L. Filer, Down She Goes, which I gather that's to do with one of the wrecks on Lake Erie. It is, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there. That's kind of. I mean, there's there's no surprise. The ship does go down. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. I like taking my kids down to the marina in Leamington, uh, and they have all all those plaques that talk about the shipwrecks. Lake Erie has the most shipwrecks of all the Great Lakes, and uh, some of the stories are quite fascinating. And this one in particular really caught my attention. Um, just the story, you know, of, of of what happened to the crew and and who survived and. I just, you know, reading it, I thought it'd be, it'd be neat to kind of distill distill some local history into a song. And I've been really trying to focus on kind of kind of taking that angle on some songs and kind of preserving Essex County's uh, folk history. Do you like writing those historical songs? Then that that's something that really connects for you. I, I suppose you you know you've lived in Leamington all your life, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. I it kind of feels neat to uh, to write about local history and uh you know set it to music yeah it kind of feels natural i guess i kind of wonder if down the road there might be a whole album of i was going to say a whole album of shipwreck songs but <laughs> you know that there's certainly a, it, it's it's good because the you you know keeping history alive in song uh is really important yeah there's a ton of history um that hasn't been set to music yet so i think that definitely could be a possibility i've always got some uh you know historical ideas kicking around a few uh, a few in the works so, yeah, you never know. A typical songwriter, always working on the next song, even yeah. though we're talking about the ones you just released. That's it, yeah. Let's play that just now. This is Justin Latham from his EP6, and this is D.L. Filer, Down She Goes. 
and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. She was a wooden schooner, 45 years old, her name a D.L. Filer, a belly full of coal. She had a crew of six men, and Captain Matterson, heading from Buffalo to Sagatuck, Michigan. The filer she beat into the wind towards the Detroit River at Lake Erie's West End. When from the Gulf of Mexico a wicked gale came way, twas Lake Erie's perfect storm they call Black Friday. Just off of Bar Point, near the Detroit River's mouth. Her pumps they couldn't keep up to get the water out It rushed into the holds and her seams began to shift She opened up to take whatever Lake Erie had to give In 18 feet of water Six men climbed the foremast The captain climbed the after Looked like all seven men could make it through the night But the weight of six snapped the foremast And five slipped out of sight to safety up the aftermast and he joined alongside Captain Madison Dawn broke on the horizon western states came to sight it turned towards the two men who'd been clinging there all night as the steamer approached them the gale made one more claim Last crewman, he slipped off down into the waves. The six crew met their maker on that Black Friday. The captain, John Madison, the only one they saved. Down, down, down she goes, sick a lie, die, lie, sick a lie, 
That's Justin Laddam with D.L. Filer. Down she goes from his great EP. It's in Title Six. Justin is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're chatting about his music. You know, one of the things about a lot of local performers, not just talking about Leamington and Essex County, but people do work really hard uh, looking for all the opportunities to play. I think this year you've actually had two or three different tours because you had a little bit of a a bit of an Ontario tour early in the summer. I did, yeah. And then now you're doing this home county thing. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, getting out there and and touring as a performer? I mean, is it something that you really enjoy? You find it, you know, challenging? I know you have a a family. I think you have uh, five kids at home, or I don't know how many are I think actually so at home too. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is got... that an excuse to go? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got four at home yet. Yeah, one has moved out to post-secondary. Th- this summer was really my first... Uh, my first tour kind of uh, across Ontario and it was a, a lot of work in the planning, but it was definitely worth it. It was such a, such a great experience, a learning experience. Just thinking that it's the music that kind of was the reason I got to travel around, you know, the province was really kind of cool. Definitely worth it. Do you have aspirations to, to go further afield? I know that, you know, Dale Butler, who was probably one of the people that got you started in music, took the train out to Vancouver earlier this year. Is that something that would appeal to you? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, Dale's was one of my, uh, one of my, he's still my mentor, kind of someone I definitely look up to. And uh, yeah, I would love to, um, I'm, I'm open to, to where the music, the possibilities of where the music could take me. What do you think the future brings? What are your plans? You, you mentioned, you know, you're a songwriter. You're always working on, on new material. Uh, what are your plans for the next year or so? Well, I'm I'm gonna keep uh, keep touring. Uh, I'm in. I've got my plans set for uh, for shows next year. I'll probably be uh, you know getting around Ontario again, and uh, who knows who knows where else uh, where else in Canada. But uh, I'm gonna just keep at it. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? They can check out my website, uh, JustinLadham.ca, and uh, yeah, it's got. Uh, Got tons of good stuff on there. All my shows coming up and links to videos and, and music and uh, all that good stuff. That's great. It's been great to have you join us. We only have one thing left to do, and that's pick the final song to play. I thought appropriately, as it's the end of the interview, we should play Call Home. I think that's a good choice. <laughs> Tell us about that song. All right. So this tune, the inspiration for it originally came when I was reading a book written by um, a friend of the family, a local author named Vesna Bailey. And uh, the book she wrote was called Notes Before You Go. And it's um, a book kind of geared towards, you know, kids when they grow up and they move out. It's kind of just advice and, and a bunch of stuff like that in the book. And the very last page is just the words call home. And it's just black uh, against this giant white page. And uh, when I read it, I was like, oh, kind of just kind of struck a, a chord and resonated with me. Um, my oldest daughter at the time, she was getting ready to move out of the house and then go off to uh, post-secondary. Um, so I guess it was kind of a mixture of, uh, you know, this this book and, and my life. And it, it was easy to write. Kind of just was one of those ones where I didn't have to work too hard at it to, to, to get it out. It just flowed out of you. Yeah, it just came out. And uh, so that's kind of where that one came from. It's great to have you join us today. This is Justin Laddam. And call home from his great EP6. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again for stopping by. Oh, anytime, Jan. Thanks. (laughs) 
What a privilege it's been To walk beside you as you've grown Now it's time for you to find A path that's all your own Though I've let go of your hand I'm only as far as a phone Please call home Call home Please call home Call home I know you weren't mine to keep But a precious gift on loan You grew up so quickly How the time has flown I'm so proud of who you've become I love you more than you know Please call home Call home Please call home Call home The road is long, the road is hard With twists and bumps and turns Every challenge that you face a chance for a lesson learned All along I thought it was I teaching you But you've taught me so much And all that we've been through in the world It's still a beautiful place And I'm reminded of that when I see your shining face And I'll celebrate your footsteps wherever you may roam Please call home Call home Please call home Call home Please call home, call home, please call home.